This podcast is the opinion piece from the Backyard Tech Vlog. From the desk at Old Mates. This is the Backyard Tech Podcast. I don't want to get into a slanging match about this, and I know I am going to because my point of view is steadfast. Right now, we know the world is stuffed, thanks to China. And the World Health Organization, who's botched this pandemic from the get-go. Now, it has shown up in a lot of ways, and having been in business before, like I've said, it's shown that a lot of countries are very weak at the moment. And they're very reliant on external parties, and I've mentioned this in the past. But this also, this opinion comes off the back of a conversation here at Backyard Tech a couple of nights ago. Right now, most global governments and, and that are looking at the now. And whilst there may be a little bit of an underlying current of planning ahead, they're only looking at the now. I'm looking at the future. And I mentioned this, and it's a concern. We're going to be in a very different world at the end of this pandemic. But it shows that you can't put your eggs in one basket, which Australia has done. We are heavily over-leveraged, over-reliant on China. It has to stop. Yesterday, an article over in Perth suggested that Andrew Twiggy Forrest's $160 million medical order from, Japan, from China didn't come up. It came up well short of what Australian standards require. He dropped $160 million and a lot of the medical supplies are crap. China is making the assumption that they're handing out all this stuff to everyone because it's all needed, but it doesn't meet country standards. Australia has become far too reliant on China, and we're now seeing in this pandemic, not just from a social point of view, but an economic point of view, we're stuffed. Now, I'm going to, I, I know I'm going to get belted. There's going to be probably two or three people who agree with what I'm going to say. A lot of you, I know I am going to get absolutely slammed on from a great height here. Okay. The end of this pandemic. Now, no one has any ideas. The medicos have absolutely said nothing about what they call the medical system handling cases. It's just flatten the curve, flatten the curve. To what? There's been no mention, either I haven't seen it or heard it, of how many cases Australia's medical system can handle in order for the public to live. Because right now we're in a police state. But they've said nothing. You know, is it one case a month? Is it 30 cases a month? Is it 30 cases? There's no, it's just flatten the curve, flatten the curve, flatten the curve. What's your goal? You've got to give the public an idea of what you want in a flattened curve 
to allow us to come out of what it, what essentially is some of the worst draconian measures a lot of us have ever lived through. So, if flattening the curve equates to two cases a month of COVID-19, the future. How do you get things to come back to normal? To come back to those countries of ours, like Australia, the UK, Europe, the US, Japan, Singapore, you know, all these countries that enjoy freedom, democratic freedom. How do we do it? Well, it's simple. Your first thing is you've got to convince the public and I don't know how the Australian government's going to do this because there are a lot of people around Australia who are highly spooked. So first off, you've got to convince the public. You're not going to get the economy going unless you get the public stamping, stomping, whatever you want to call it. So you've got to get the public going. If you open business before you get the public going, it's not, it's not going to work. You've got to get the public confident. You've got to show the public, both from a business point of view, a social point of view, and your medicos, that it's good. We're good. We're good to get going. That's the first three steps you've got to do. There is no point telling business to open if you've still got the public shoved in their houses. Because if you open business up before you get the public moving, it's not going to work. You're going to end up in a socioeconomic crunch. So, right at this point in time, most Australians are doing the right thing. There's a number of us who are being complete fuckwits and not doing the right goddamn thing and it is irritating here in victoria we have become a dobbing state which is not like victoria but we're dobbing everyone in so the first thing you've got to do and this goes for state and federal government you've got to get the public moving the medicos around the chief health officers around the country and the chief medical officer have to get the public to believe we're on the other side. That's gonna be difficult because the problem you've got is medicos can shove people in their houses, but you can't force people out, right? For example, right now, we're all being told to stay home. How do you convince people to come out? Now, the medicos can't do that. They can't force people out of their homes. They can shove them in under public health concerns. They can't bring them out. So you've got, to bring, you've got to convince them we're good. That's going to be difficult in every state and territory here in Australia. I can only speak for Australia. I don't know what's going to happen anywhere else. But HPPC is going to have to literally come out all guns blazing and have a massive party to get the public to believe them. Then you've got to get the political side to get going. So the federal and state governments have got to sit there and say, righto, general public, get out of your house. Now, you're going to have a lot of agoraphobia. You're going to have a lot of social anxiety. You're going to have a lot of people who don't trust the government or law enforcement or the ADF. Right? You're going to be in real trouble there. You've got to convince the public because if you open business, the public's not going to come out. There's going to be a lot of scared people. 
You've got to get sport going in Australia. You get sport going, people will start to mingle, right? So you've got to get the public stamping first. You've got to get them out. You've got to get them out and get them going to the businesses that are open, be it, you know, supermarkets, you know, the odd cafe, Bunnings, um, everything like that. So once, once you're on the other side and you've got this thing under control, whatever they, however many cases they want a day, which I think is about one case a day, apparently, but there's no idea how to flatten the curve because they haven't said it. This is the thing. The public's in the dark. So you then get the public stomping. Once you've got the public going, you then start to get business going. Here's the kicker. Start making things here. We have to. We've relied on China for too long and it has to stop. We have to start doing our thing here. We can make a majority of the stuff we bring from China. Many years ago, Australian made was the standard. We knew, it's like, and my American friends will agree with this, okay? Greggy, Chad, Chris, Dan Calloway, all of you will, will attest to this in the similar way. Here in Australia, the stuff we made very early on was brilliant. It was reliable, it was quality, and we knew that buying in Australia meant keeping jobs here. No, we've got to get industry going. We've got to get heavy industry. We've got to get manufacturing. We've got to get science. We've got to get tech. We've got to get telco, audiovisual, IT. Get Australian people making it. You get Australian people making stuff, you get Australian jobs. You get Australian jobs, the money stays here. We're not paying the wages of some multi, you know, employee freaking factory overseas. You keep the international borders shut. Even to our friends across the ditch, you shut it and you keep it shut. Now, they're saying possibly by the end of this year, the borders will open. No, one to two more years shutdown. You, you bring back, you force companies who've gone overseas on the cheap to come back to Australia. But at the same time, you've got to lower the wages. The part of the problem we had here in Australia was the unions and stuff wanted more and more and more and more and more money, which means you've got to, you know, companies have to make, companies have got to make some sort of profit. There's no point in them breaking even. Breaking even doesn't achieve anything. A company's got to make money. But if your wages bill is going up and up and up and up and up, that means the company's got to increase the price of the product to the public. So we've got to get a happy medium between the price of the product, the wages of who makes it, and to make sure the public can afford it. You've got to get manufacturing back to Australia. You've got to get technology back here. We've got to stop relying on China for the everything. Get rid of the FTA with China because it just doesn't work. Andrew Forrest's freaking shipment of stuff that came into Western Australia doesn't work. A lot of it just it doesn't stack up. It's faulty. It doesn't work. It doesn't meet the Australian standards. Now, you can't drop Australian standards. That's just ridiculous. They've got to stay up. This reliance on 
China has got to stop because if we keep doing it, we're going to end up back at square one. Next thing you've got to do, once you've got the public going and once you've got businesses going, you then have to say to the public, first off, we admit what we did to you was di dictatorial. Second off, what we did to you was to save lives. You have done a sterling job. We're giving you back your freedom. If you do not, whether it's the ADF, law enforcement, or the, pol the political BS that we've got in this country, come out and thank the public from the bottom of their hearts for the, the atrocious conditions we've been in, the public ain't going to trust you. Now, at the moment, Scott Morrison's approval rating's through the roof. Now, that will fall rapidly if he does not come out along with the Chief Medical Officer of Australia at the end of this and praise every single Australian for going through what is hell. Now, my international viewers, same goes for you guys. Your political heavyweights, the only way the world, the only way nations are going to recover is you've got to get the public going before you get business going. The problem is, and as I said, under public health, you can jam everyone in your house, in their houses, and tell them to F off, you're not coming out. The problem is at the end of it, you can't drag people out of their houses. You've got to convince them. Now, if Scott Morrison's idea is that the Australian economy snaps back, then the first thing he's got to do is wait for this curve to flatten out to whatever their goal is and then force every single state in Australia to remove all their draconian conditions. But then you've got to convince the, both the state government to convince the state public and you've got to convince the industry to get started. The sooner you get things going, the quicker the recovery. And if, 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 if Australia's got any hope of being able to have Christmas this year, then every single goddamn Aussie got to stay fucking home and deal with the bullshit. I don't want Christmas this year stuck in here. And I doubt any other Australian does. But the government is, I mean, you know... Okay, yes, I agree the pandemic's bad, but for crying out loud, Australia. And this this is a call to every goddamn Australian manufacturing company. Bring it back. Bring back manufacturing. We know how to make stuff in this country, and we know how to make it that it's quality. Don't rely on China. I don't want to be racist, but our reliance on China just has to bloody stop. Because, like I said, China's got a cold and now the rest of the world economically and socially is in a critical condition in ICU. Now, I know this sounds bewildering. Australia claims they're better off than the rest of the world. But if you do a one-for-one one case scenario, we're slightly better than the states, 
we're on a par with the UK. The only thing that's saving us is the amount of testing we're doing. China's buggered the world. Now, obviously, they're not going to come out and apologise. There was an article on, the, I think it was in the Lowy Institute or The Guardian, it says Australia should take back everything from China as restitution for what China's done to both us and the world. I agree with it. The World Health Organization's botched this badly. They knew about this well before they told the rest of the world. Australia called a, a pandemic of the highest order before the World Health Organization did. I think what's got to happen once we get through this, you got to get the public going. That's going to be hard. I put on a um, nine news post here in Victoria. And as usual, people got the wrong end of the goddamn stick. Um, I said, this is a medico's dream. Everyone at home. Now, some idiot actually said frontline officers. I didn't, I wasn't talking about frontline workers. I'm talking about the CHO and the CMO, the bureaucrats. This is a dream for them. They're on a freaking power trip. They've got complete control of the public. The problem is at the end of this, you can guarantee it. An even money bet, they will disappear because their theory will be, well, we've saved everyone's life. We've saved everything. So we'll just walk away now. We've got it under control. Uh, it's up to the public to do the rest of the heavy lifting. Mark my words. And that's where you've got to get the government to tell the public, come out, big smile on the dial, massive party, we're good to go. If you don't do that, the recovery will be many years. Now, a lot of the countries around the world, generations are going to be paying off the debt. We are here in Australia. That's a given. Yes, there is a recession. Everything is shrinking. It's going to be a global recession. Whether it's a depression, waits to be seen. If Australia wants to avoid that, If Australian companies bring back manufacturing, and I look, frankly, I don't give a stuff what the Greens have got to say. We need heavy industry here again. And we need it now. We need companies to come back to Australia while they can get everything set up now so the minute we can get out, the jobs are there and people can start applying for the jobs straight away. This is the only way I think we can do this. Now, I mentioned about quantitative easing and swathepocalypse, as always, was right. There's two sides to the story. Yes, quantitative easing puts more money in the market. The problem is inflation goes sky high. The government's dropped nearly 30% of Australia's GDP into the economy to avoid a bounce, or, or a, well, it won't be a bounce, it'll be a dead set, just flat drop. So we've got 20 to 30% of GDP 
in the middle of the country while all of us are falling down. Jacinda Ardern over in, the, over in New Zealand is not looking at flattening the curve. They're wanting eradication. Now, the problem with eradication is, yes, you eradicate the virus. It's a bit smoky, isn't it? But you've got to leave the borders closed longer. Now, our friends across the Dutch, as we call it, means that we can't go to New Zealand, but New Zealand can't come to us. So yes, she shut the borders. They're in complete lockdown. The problem they're going to have is they've got to stay. They might be able to have all the social restrictions moved. New Zealand needs tourism. Now, the trade borders between New Zealand and Australia and other countries is, is open. But like Australia, New Zealand needs tourism. They're going to be down a lot longer than we might be. The governments here in Australia and the federal government have got to get the public going quick. Now, the medicos are going to say, well, we've done our job. It's up to the public now. And you can't be forced out of your house. You've got to be coaxed. And I doubt, I severely doubt, Scott Morrison's going to be able to do that. I know Daniel Andrews won't be able to. He will not get Victoria going because the problem is Victoria is spooked. The majority of us are spooked and spooked badly. Once you spook society, it can be very hard to unspook them. I don't want to appear racist, but unfortunately I hate to say it, my father, who I loved immensely, was absolutely right. Dad always said, one day China will fuck the world. He was right. This has been another presentation from Backyard Tech. <laughs>